and it's like it's still amazing to me that I I'm, I'm not weighing myself but I can just tell with like how my clothes fit and I guess the doctor's appointments that I've gone to too um I can tell that the weight's coming off pretty quickly um and it's just amazing because this is almost the first well the first time that I've really like totally let go of calories weighing restriction and stuff and the weight's been coming off and it just feels really freeing like to not be not be worrying about eating not be worrying about um how many calories I'm burning with my exercise. Um, I don't know. It's kind of what I've always dreamed of is <laughs> just to be living naturally and, and doing what feels good to my body and feels right. And I, and that helps me and my body feel loved. Welcome, welcome to Binge On This, the podcast you can safely binge to lose weight. This is your host, Michelle Hasty Thompson, and I am so excited to have you here. So thank you so much for showing up and tuning in. This podcast is inspired by you, and there's nothing more important to me than you walking away with permission to be more of yourself, including having your ideal body. Today's episode is so super special because I have one of my clients who is just completing her work with me this month, who is going to talk about her journey and how she started off exactly where you potentially may be and how she came out to the other side. So I'm so excited to introduce you to my lovely client, Ellie. Cool. Well, thanks for joining me today. I'm super excited to have you here because it's really helpful for people to hear other people's journeys. Um, obviously, we learn through each other's stories, but also when people meet you at the end of your journey, it's really easy to think, oh, well, it wasn't that bad for her, or it's because of this, or it's because of that. So to actually hear the person talk about and describe what the journey was like and where they started is so helpful to give hope for people who maybe are at the beginning of this journey. So thank you so much for being willing to share that with a bunch of strangers. <laughs> it's appreciated. So why don't you um, just kind of give us a, an idea of where you were, let's say a year and a half ago when we first met. Yeah. Um, so uh, first of all, these kinds of stories really helped me. So <laughs> I'm glad that I can someone else with it too. Um, so a year and a half ago when we first met, I had, um, I was kind of on the brink, I guess, of a turning point when it came to my like body image and, and eating um, concerns. And I had just finished a bout of um, therapy for the first time. And that was um, my therapist kind of challenged some of my, um, I don't know, my restrictions around eating and restrictive thinking and stuff. And um, so she kind of helped me be a little more open-minded to how things could be different um, emotionally. Um, and so that was when I started or when I stopped counting calories and stopped restricting carbs and, um, and then, but I still wasn't happy. Like I just was gaining weight when I stopped restricting. And so, um, I wasn't, I was happier with my relationship with food, but I wasn't happy with like my weight or, and I, I was kind of not sure where to go from there. And um, anyway, so then I was doing a Google search on, cause I'm really into yoga and um, chakras and things like that. And, um, and so I did a Google search on like weight loss and chakras. Cause I was kind of constantly doing research on like Eastern type um, 
thoughts about things like that. And um, and then I came up with an article that you wrote um, on chakras related to weight loss. And um, and then I clicked on your website and saw that you do coaching and it just it just felt right. And um, yeah, and what you described sounded like exactly what I was looking for. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of where I was, was like kind of starting to take steps, but not really sure what my next steps were because I wasn't quite where I wanted to be yet. Yeah. And you, you mentioned a really important point in people's journeys when they do find this kind of work is you do have to be at a point in your life where you're like, I'm done with doing it this way. Like, I don't know what that means and I don't know what to do next. And I certainly don't want to just rapidly keep gaining weight because I'm done with dieting, but I'm very clear that I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. And that was where you were. And that's where most people, when I have met people who were at the like, well, it would be nice to not have to do that, but like, I'm too scared to not do that. They tend to not be as ready um, as the people who are like, no, that's it. Like, no more. Like, it's not worth it. Yeah. So really important turning point that you were at. I feel like you kind of have to have a like something shatter your paradigm before, at least for me, that was how it was. Like I, between my husband and my therapist, they kind of shattered my paradigm of like, oh, like this isn't normal. And like, it might be common, but it's not normal and it's not healthy. Um, and it's not serving me and it's not going to help me, you know, meet the goals that I want in life. And I, I still didn't know what would. Yeah. But like you said, I, it, I knew it wasn't that. Now, up, up in, or, or before that point, had there been times in the past where you had sort of like quit dieting or like stopped all the craziness? Or was that the first time? No, um, I had tried a couple, t- probably like three, maybe three times I can remember in the past. Um, one of them was successful. I did get to a place of balance, but then it, it lasted like a couple months. And then, um, as soon as I started gaining weight again, then I kind of went back to my old patterns. Um, that was a number of years ago. And then the other two times I had, um, read intuitive eating. And so I was trying that approach, um, and the weight just was coming on. So I quit. (laughs) So that is such a good point. There's a lot of people that try mindful or intuitive eating, and I'm going to use them kind of interchangeably, even though they are different and they gain weight. And that's why they get, become terrified of like, there's just no way to do it without restricting, even though I don't want to restrict. Yeah. So that is a really common thing I've noticed as well is the people who have dabbled in those things, the weight gain is the trigger. So So you got to a point where you're like, maybe there's another way. Let me try this thing. So how are you feeling the first like few weeks? Like, cause I think people assume like, oh, when I start this, that's going to be it. Like I'll be sold and this will all change, but that's not usually how it goes. (laughs) So if you can remember back to, you know, a year or so ago, um, how are you feeling in those first few weeks? (laughs) Um, I, let's see, I was, I remember I was feeling excited um, and also very scared because it felt like, like a diet is very structured and it feels secure. Um, whereas like the approach that we were doing in the, um, in the groups that I did with you, there was structure to it, but it was more internal, more of an internal approach. And so it didn't feel as like, it didn't feel 
it took a lot of faith because <laughs> it, it was like something that had never worked for me before, um, at least, um, yeah, as far as I knew. And so, yeah, it definitely, I got scared a lot of times and I had to <laughs> just keep coming back. And I remember just kind of listening um, to our group discussions um, as we kind of problem solve barriers and stuff. And then hearing about your experiences and other people's experiences, I feel like that. Uh, and then kind of leaning on my, um, I guess my husband was, was the person I was really leaning on for support. Um, but all that kind of gave me the strength and the hope to like, you know, keep trying it, even though I wasn't seeing, um, I don't, I wasn't seeing any weight loss actually at first. Yeah. 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 And this is, and I can't remember, did you see weight gain or just no weight loss? Um, I'm not sure. I don't think I saw weight gain when I was working with you. Um, I think I was pretty much stable at that point, but before I was working with you, like when I first stopped like restricting as much, I was still doing some, but I saw a lot of weight gain. Yeah. That, that all happened before I met you. And that is also one of the common things that happens in the beginning of this process. Some people will, um, Rarely do they gain weight, but they will not lose weight right at first. And that is technically a trigger from the past. Like, and I think the difference, at least from my perspective is if you're like doing all the crazy stuff and then you don't lose weight, it's like, what the F? Like, why am I, why am I doing like, what's the point? Right? Like, why am I doing all this? But yeah. I, it seems like in this, this journey, because you're just doing things that feel really good. So it's like, even though the weight might not drop off in the beginning, which it does for some, it doesn't for all. Uh, I think the reason, at least for me, why I stayed on course is because I'm like, well, at least this feels good. <laughs> so I mean, got that going. I don't really want to stop. It's, you know, it's in, and the only reason I would stop is the fear of not losing weight. Yeah. So I don't know if that's how you felt as well. Yeah, for sure. That, that fear always was trying to creep back in. Um, I think it helped me to kind of keep in the mindset of like, I like myself and my mental and emotional health and happiness is more important than what I look like on the outside. Um, and so because I had already, I think you said this in one of your lectures where like, once you, <laughs> once you realize like the, the true effects of dieting, you can't really ever go back. Yeah. Um, and that was how I felt is like, yeah, I wasn't where I wanted to be, but I couldn't go back because I knew that that would be even more harmful. Um, and thankfully I also just eventually, I don't know if I had this at first or if it came later, but I did have a strong conviction that, um, that my body would end up being where I wanted it to be. I didn't know when, or, <laughs> so I would, I just kind of trust, you know, even though I was heavier than I wanted to be, I, I had to just kind of hold on to that, that trust that, that my body knew what it was doing and it would happen at the right time. Yeah. And this was a conversation we came back to many times, right? Like, uh, when I would say, how are you doing? And you, well, these fears crept in or that, but at the end of the day, I do trust that it's going to happen when it happens. And it's not really in my control, which is what I sort of like beat over the head over and over and over again, right? Like the, you can't control it anyways. So why devote energy and attention to something you don't have control over when the rest of the industry says we have direct control over it, which is, you know, 
hard pill to swallow at first. Yeah. So that, that was definitely a shift that I noticed it wasn't right at first. If I remember right, I think it was a few months in where it was like, it clicked like, this isn't in my control. It's going to happen when it happens. And all I can do is, is continue on a path that makes me feel good. And then, and then one of the things that, um, was really important to you was starting a family. And so during our journey that happened, which is so exciting. (laughs) (laughs) So do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, so I actually, a little backstory. I, um, I wasn't having like a period, it would come off and on, but it wasn't like, for the most part, I didn't have one most of my life. And then I did notice a pattern that whenever I stopped restricting, my period would come back and which is pretty common in eating disorders. Um, so yeah, so when I stopped restricting and started gaining the weight, my period came back. So that was also part of the, what helped with the hope aspect is like, okay, like I don't like having the excess weight, but I do want to start a family. And so if I want to have kids, that's more important to me. And, um, so that helped. And, um, and then, yeah, I went through a couple miscarriages and then, um, last year, I guess it was about a year ago. Now I got pregnant again. And and that was the one that ended up, um, being born. So now I have a little baby son and I should have brought him in here, but (laughs) super cute. And I'm really grateful. (laughs) And, um, yeah, it wasn't until after he was born that my body really finally started releasing that excess weight, um, that it was carrying for a few years. Yeah. And it kind of feels like to me, and you know, you can see if this lands for you, it feels like your body like sort of needed that for this whole process, like to have this healthy baby and create this environment for the baby to have, for you to feel healthy, for him to feel healthy. And it's like, so then once he's here, no longer needed. <laughs> I always say symptoms stay for as long as they need to stay. Symptoms being weight gain, inability to lose weight. Those are symptoms of something else. And those symptoms stick around until we no longer need them. And here you are no longer needing them. Yeah. And it's like, it's still amazing to me that I, I'm, I'm not weighing myself, but I can just tell with like how my clothes fit. And I guess the doctor's appointments that I've gone to too. Um, I can tell that the weight's coming off pretty quickly. Um, and it's just amazing. Cause this is almost the first, well, the first time that I've really like totally let go of calories, weighing restriction and stuff and the weight's been coming off and it just feels really freeing, like to not be, not be worrying about eating, not be worrying about, um, how many calories I'm burning with my exercise. Um, I don't know. It's kind of what I've always dreamed of is <laughs> just to be living naturally and, and doing what feels good to my body and feels right. And I, and that helps me and my body feel loved. Um, and yeah. And then kind of seeing that start to move to, to the results that I wanted to at the same time. Yeah. And we talked a lot about leading up to uh, your son being born about like, okay, what's going to happen when, you know, he comes, like, how are you going to prepare yourself to not go back into like crazy? I got to get the baby weight off mode. And you didn't go there at all, at least from my perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I I had a moment when I was tempted, like, should I just 
go? Because I, I live in um, the basement of my parents' house. So I was like, should I just go upstairs and weigh myself on my parents' scale? And <laughs> I was, it was the first time I like felt like I was losing weight. And so I, there was still that part of me that wanted to see the numbers and, but kind of getting through that barrier. And I personally, I decided not to, and I feel like that was the right choice for me, but um, yeah, that barrier. And then still sometimes the fears and negative thoughts, but I feel like my, the skills that, that we've worked on and kind of the, um, just the mindset I've developed around those is, is a lot better. And so they're fleeting. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, I don't think that you know, obviously I preach balance and no extremes. So I don't think like a balanced way of living is that you never have a doubt. you never have a fear. Like, I don't know, maybe people live that way. I don't, um, they, (laughs) they still come in. It's just, they don't stick around. It's just like a, it's such a, at least for me, like I, I like see them happening and I'm more out of body and I'm like, Oh, look at that funny negative thought that's sitting there. Like I don't know why it's there. It doesn't need to be there, but you can be there if you want. It's not going to change anything. And it's just kind of more of this like light, light feeling, even though it's a negative thought. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it doesn't have power. Like, yeah, you do. like it's there and it's like, okay, I still have to be mindful, but, um, but I, I know what I know now. And yeah. Yeah. What would be sort of your words of uh, wisdom or words of advice to people who are at the beginning of their journey with this, or maybe even contemplating if this is even possible? Yeah. Um, oh gosh. Well, contemplating if it's possible, I guess my advice would be to kind of think about what you really value. Um, and yeah, I guess think about what you really value and focus on that. I feel like weight and food worries frequently distract from it. Um, and then just kind of be open to, um, any input that like God or, other people in your life or, you know, the universe, whatever, like other input that, that comes to you and, um, and notice kind of how that feels and how that sits with you. And, um, I feel like that will lead you in the right direction. Um, and then for people who are just starting the program, who are already kind of, um, entertaining the possibilities, um, my advice would be to, to trust the process, trust yourself, trust your body, um, definitely learn to trust your body and um treat it something michelle told me that that really helped and and sunk in was kind of thinking and treating your body like um like a friend or like another person um and that yeah i feel like that really upped the level of respect and, and care that i had for my body and then also for myself um and then also listening to other people's stories too, um, like Michelle's story, my story, you know, other, other people that you hear who are, who have kind of come out the other side. Um, and I mean, we're all still, you know, working on stuff, but, um, but who's <laughs> <Definitely>. like, yeah, <laughs> who aren't still in that, that tunnel of darkness with, you know, constantly worrying about food and weight. Um, cause it definitely is possible. And so I feel like, at least for me, the more I heard other people's stories, the more hope it gave me. Um, and it, the more it gave me a vision of what it could be like for me. Um, and it definitely can be like that for you. 
Yeah. And you're right. That's a common uh, misconception, or at least it's just kind of the way our mind works, where if we hear something that sounds really good, the automatic response is like, well, it probably won't work for me. Um, And that's a good valid thought because you've had so much frustration and so much defeat and so much hopelessness. And so like, it's natural for that to occur, but to just notice that thought. And then like Ellie said, to listen to people who've also been in that spot and then pushed through it and came to the other side. Um, it's nice to know that that is where they started. Like if everybody started this journey, like, yeah, no, I, I got this. Like no problem. It's going to be so easy. <laughs> and, you know, you might think like, dang, there's something wrong with me. <laughs> but like, no, when I, I was skeptical, when I started, it sounds like, you know, you probably had some skepticism when you started, like you can't help but be like, I don't know, can this really work? Yeah. And I, I feel like that that level of uncertainty um, for me was was helpful in the sense of like it kind of humbled me and like put me in that position of like experimenting um, instead of I don't know I feel like if I had started off super confident um, and not needing to trust at all because I already knew then um, it would probably be easier to not put in as much effort or to, um, or to kind of give up when I saw any kind of roadblock. Yeah. Um, at least for me. Yeah. And- you, you have to build like one of the major lessons and you said it when you gave, we're giving advice, trust the process, trust your body, trust yourself. Like those are the three biggest lessons that I think our bodies are here to teach us. Like you're doing all this stuff to lose weight and you don't need to, like, if you would just trust me, I can do this for you. That's such a big leap of faith. And that's one of the biggest lessons I think that we all have to learn when we're on this journey, not just with weight, but kind of with anything. Yeah. And I'm, I'm actually looking back. I'm actually grateful that the weight did come back on. Like I've been battling it. Like since middle school, practically just ups and downs. And I'm grateful that it did come back on when I stopped restricting just because I, I've never been in a place as good as where I'm at now. And even before the weight started coming off, I've felt really good about my relationship with food and with exercise. Um, like exercise didn't feel like a punishment anymore. It didn't feel like something I have to do to to lose weight. It didn't feel like something I had to do to be enough. Um, and now I'm in a place where I, I enjoy exercising and I do the kinds of exercising and movement that I really enjoy. And I listen to my body for what it needs each day. Like I, I have a schedule, a tentative schedule of what I want to do just to make sure it's, it is scheduled in. But I also like if I have strength training on the books that day, but my body's really feeling like it needs more rest, maybe I'll do like a restorative yoga instead. And, and I don't feel guilty about that anymore. <laughs> so big. Um, yeah, it's huge. Yeah. And with food too, like I, yeah, I've always dreamed of being in this place where I just eat like I feel like the way that my body will feel best eating. And so if, if a salad's going to feel best, I'll eat a salad. If a steak, I'll eat a steak. If it's ice cream, I'll eat ice cream. And like the, the guilt is not, um, it's just not ruling my decisions anymore. (laughs) And I, it's been a long time since I've been in that place and it's really, really rewarding. And so even before the weight was coming off, I was so grateful for 
just how I was feeling and in, in those aspects of my life and in my body. And I, I felt like I was much happier, even if I never lost the weight, I would be much happier than I was before. Yeah. And that doesn't come week one, by the way, <laughs> like that feeling, like some of those results happen week one. I've had people in the first week or two who become peaceful with food and movement like that quickly. But what you just said, the like, I don't even care if the weight comes off thought doesn't usually come week one. <laughs> it takes a little bit of time. Like, oh man, that is how I feel. <laughs> yeah, it took me like a year. To get <laughs> exactly. And I still didn't feel like I didn't care if the weight came off, but it was more like, this is better than, you know, yeah. the alternative. Yeah. And this is a, a tricky place because um, I'm a big fan of the health at every size movement. I support it fully. And it can be confusing because it does really dictate like you shouldn't want to lose weight and you can't lose weight um, and therefore accept your body. And sometimes that can be defeating to, to think because if we really feel like, and I can only speak for myself, but the thoughts I had when I was struggling with my weight, the, the, re, the main recurring thought was like, this body isn't mine. Like, I just have this very clear understanding that this isn't it. Like if it's it, I'll come to peace with it. But like, I just at the like bottom of my soul, don't feel like this is it. Like, I feel like something is off. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of the clients that I work with feel that way. And so when we hear about health at every size and the body acceptance movement, sometimes it feels discouraging because you have that feeling, like, I really don't think this is it. And then you're hearing from like the non, the anti-diet community saying, well, you shouldn't want to lose weight. That's not right either you kind of are in this place of like, well, crap, right? Like <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to be in the dieting community, but I also don't want to be in the, like, I'm not allowed to want to lose weight community. And so like, where does that put me? And I, I'm hoping that this creates the, the in-between of those two things. Yeah. That was one thing I loved about this program was because I was always hoping for that in-between because um, neither extreme felt right, but yeah, it doesn't be either or. It doesn't. It's, oh, it's in my opinion, and you can have a different opinion, anybody who's listening, but my opinion is you can have the desire to lose weight, but you got to check yourself for where it's coming from. And I think that's what the health at every size movement does really well. They're like, look, if you're, if you want to lose weight to, you know, look better or look like the rest of the world, like we're here to tell you that we exist, right? Like we're over here and our bigger bodies and we're good and we're fine and we're thriving. And it gives a space for people like that, who are like, man, I don't really know where I fit in. And, and I, you know, that, but for the people who are like, I just really feel like I want to lose weight. And I, and I, and I, and just for me, not for anybody else, not to get more acceptance, not to get more approval, not to get more love um, from other people. But like, if nobody else existed on the planet, it's what I feel like. I can't eliminate the feeling. It's just there. Awesome. Well, this was so helpful. I know, I know for so many people, do you have any like last thoughts you want to impart before we close our uh, little talk here? No, I don't think so. Just, yeah, thank you. And I hope this helps and I know that it's possible. So yeah. All right. Reserve the uh, right to dream a little bit, right? <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, Ellie. I really appreciate your time and showing up and helping people this way. Thank you, Michelle. Yeah. 
Thank you so much for listening. And for those of you who want to get help and support with your chronic symptoms of food and weight struggles, I am here for you. I have a curriculum that I have been teaching for years that walk people right through the process to go through all four phases to release this symptom, whether it's that these symptoms get eliminated completely or that you at least eliminate the need to fix them all and are happily, peacefully living in your body and enjoying food, becoming that guilt. Either send me an email at michelle at theominstitute.com or feel free to send me a message over on my Facebook page or my Instagram at The Ohm Institute. I love talking to you, so please feel free to reach out there and I'd be happy to tell you more.